0: Hi, I'm Emma, and you're listening to the Consciously Connected Podcast, a space where I chat to creators, and quite often to myself, around forming a connection within to connect to our outer worlds more clearly. I myself am a yoga teacher, an Ayurvedic practitioner, and a womb science facilitator combine this with five years in marketing and you have me trying to draw both of my worlds together to help creators create consciously. If this is something that you're interested in learning more about you can find me over at ConsciousCreatorCo underscore on Instagram. But now let's get on with the show. Hi and welcome to another episode of Consciously Connected. I want to start this episode with a quote that I have just heard, and that is, I wish someone had told me that sacrificing my boundaries in the name of empathy wasn't noble. This quote sums up pretty much everything I have been through in terms of boundary setting I have just come off of my first coaching call with my own coach and for those of you that have coaching you'll know that often the first sessions are based on goals and boundaries kept coming up in mine so many times. This was boundaries that I have with myself, boundaries that I have with clients, boundaries that I have with family, friends and it really got me thinking Even though I have done so much work around boundaries in this past year, it's still something I really, really struggle with. And I love this quote because it says about how it's not noble to sacrifice our boundaries. And when I really think about why I have been, so why I've kind of been like overworking, over-delivering overexerting my energy in so many ways it comes back to this not enough mindset and this kind of way of thinking that feels like I have to give as much as I can to fulfill the needs of others even if that means sacrificing my own needs. At the start of this year I read Fern Cotton's Speak Your Truth book And she gave such a funny example about setting boundaries. And she said about how her husband would say to her, I'm gonna go and write my music this morning. And she'd be like, yeah, okay. And then that night later on at dinner, like she'd be so frustrated all day because she can't just say when she wants to go and write because that's a boundary that she struggles to put in place. But her husband did that so easily. And then something will happen later on in the evening at dinner. He'll do like the tiniest thing and she'll flip out about it. (laughs) And it's really because she hasn't been able to set a boundary of like, actually, you know what? Like, yeah, go and write. But I'd really like some time to go and write today too. They're both very talented, creative people. But this example applies to so many of us. Like, I know you've been in a situation where you have felt frustrated or resentful of somebody else. And you kind of played the blame game of thinking that it's on them, which, yeah, maybe an element of it was, but it really comes back to the fact that you didn't set a boundary there, or maybe you set one and you went back on it. And coming out of my last relationship, this quote that I read at the start sums up entirely my relationship with boundaries in that if you listen to my podcast with Jessica, the attachment coach, you will have heard me speak about this on a deeper level, but saying about how me not setting boundaries, me not saying what I need, was an attempt for me to just give the other person everything that they needed. And what happened was that I ended up abandoning myself to the point that I couldn't be in the relationship anymore. And had I just communicated my needs, set boundaries, I'm not saying we'd still be together, but what I'm saying is that we probably wouldn't have spent that much time going through this kind of unfair dynamic of resentment on my part and frustration on their part, because I just struggled so much, and they did too, to say what my needs were. And in that episode with Jessica, we really dive into the fact that women aren't really empowered to say their needs and typically I think women struggle a lot more with setting boundaries because they haven't really been encouraged to do so. So now we're trying to unlearn this pattern of just doing what everybody else needs, putting others before ourselves and learning how to set boundaries. And this came up so much in my coaching today because This week, I've had no concept of boundaries. At all. (laughs) Usually I'm really good. I speak a lot about this fence time that I have. Like my phone doesn't go on before eight in the morning and goes off before eight at night. Morning and evenings are very much ritualistic times for me. Where I just check in with myself, connect back within. And my work times are really quite designated. I make sure that I have time to do yoga and see friends and all of the things that I love like all of the reasons that I built my own business and instead I seem to have fallen into this pattern of overworking and it's not because I've booked myself in for too much work it's really just like a mindset thing of feeling like I need to work all the time I was speaking with my coach today and we were saying about how this seems to have happened when I calculated my monthly earnings because they were high. (laughs) They were high earnings. And all the time that I hadn't really kept track of what I've been earning that month, I'd been living so balanced. I'd really been in alignment, a nice harmony between work and fulfillment and all of that stuff and I felt so connected to myself. And as soon as I calculated my earnings, all of a sudden I had this huge drive. I was like, wow, I've not done enough to earn that amount of money. I need to be doing long nights. I need to make it look like I have earned this. Like I need to prove it to myself and to everybody else who's following my journey in any shape or form. And what this really comes from is this sense of not enoughness. And this desire to prove yourself really comes from not feeling like you're good enough, not feeling like you're worthy. And this is a narrative that I, and I'm sure many of you, have been told for so many years, like working in corporate. I remember so clearly that like when I would go to leave at 6pm, which was the time I finished, it would almost be like a glare of like, where do you think you're going? And be so many other people in the office that were staying. They were staying on. And at the time, I was an intern. And I was like, I'm not staying. <laughs> right? I'm paid next to nothing. Like, I'm not spending my evening here. And also, I don't need to. Because I've got all my work done. Right? These other colleagues, I walked past their desk about five times today. And saw them on Facebook. Saw them reading news articles. I've done my work in this time. So I can leave on time but that was frowned upon. Not working through my lunch break, like, dare I actually go and sit in the park and enjoy the sunshine, was frowned upon. And combine this with a lot of conditioning, we're all being raised by a generation of people that very much did work the nine to five and felt like that was the only way of doing things, needed to basically break their backs in order to make an income and then that nine to five extended kind of more like an eight till eight way of working to the point that people reached burnout quit and are now starting businesses like the one I've just started which is definitely my story and yet when we come into that space the whole reason that we've started this different business is because we wanted escape that way of working and yet when we come into it we suddenly feel like we need to be working that hard like i wrote in my journal last week one of my goals was to show up as though my job is a nine to five and then my friend asked me to go for a coffee in the middle of the week and i was about to say no and then i was like wait (laughs) the whole point of me working in this way is that i don't have to work a nine to five I can go out for a coffee but in my head it's kind of like if I want to earn these big figure numbers I have to be at point of burnout to justify that and I know that's not true I didn't reach that sum of money because I was breaking my back I reached it because I was in an effortless flow where abundance was just flowing to me The second I kind of got strict about it, started to overwork myself, overthink things, I noticed that the energy shifted. And so for me, setting boundaries is really about putting myself first. I say this to clients all of the time. The energy that you are in is what a client will mirror. So like if you're in a scarcity mindset, a client's going to come to you in a scarcity mindset. Like if you're not sure that your offerings are worth a certain amount, your clients aren't going to be sure that they're worth that either. And so when we set boundaries around our energy, around our time, around our thoughts even, being aware that we can choose the way we think, we start to work in a way that is consciously connected. And one of my kind of fieldwork tasks from my coaching today was to really have this fence time. And I've spoken about this before because my counselor always says it to me about the importance of having fence time where you don't need to be working. You don't need to be doing anything. You don't want to be distracted. You just allow yourself to be. And if you feel called to create in that moment, great. If you want to sit and read your book, fine. You want to go on a walk, do it but it's this scheduled time that is even in your calendar that is just time for you to be. Like that is an example of setting a beautiful boundary that is going to form so much more of a connection with yourself and that will resonate throughout your entire business. Boundaries with clients is a big one as well. Like we aren't used to believing that what we are offering as soul led business owners is of value So we're likely to have this greater sense of urgency to really try to prove ourselves. Creating this boundary of this is when I'll show up for you. This is what I will offer you. And just being safe in the knowledge that that is more than enough. And if for a client it isn't, you can have a communication about that. You don't need to go straight in with overachieving because then that is what will be expected of you. When you set a boundary, you are actually showing up for your client more efficiently. Because you're not receiving messages and kind of being in this place of resentment. Because you are choosing when to show up when you know that you can give them the best, most valuable time of yours. Setting boundaries with the people we love is so important. Perhaps this is something we feel harder. Like maybe it's easier for you to set a business boundary, but setting it with the ones you love is more difficult. But the thing I always say to that is those that love you will respect your boundaries. There may be times when they won't understand them, but they'll take time to acknowledge them and respect them. And if they're unable to do that, that's a whole other conversation that you need to have because your boundaries are important. Your boundaries are what help you form this conscious connection to self. And if your lack of boundary setting has been coming from this place of you feeling like you have to show empathy, like this quote is saying, like listen to its words. It isn't noble. Because when you abandon yourself, you always end up abandoning everyone else in your life as well. You end up abandoning your business. You end up abandoning your chances of reaching your dreams. And it sounds cliche but it's true. Often we set boundaries because we think we are doing a good thing but I have learned many times now (laughs) that often it's the total opposite. We end up getting burnt by our lack of boundaries. Which then naturally allows that flame to spread to everybody else in contact with us. And so I invite you to really think about how you can set more boundaries in your life. How you can honour them more effectively. And how you can really feel safe to create them. Reminding yourself that sacrificing boundaries in the name of empathy isn't noble. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you would like to come and connect with some fellow conscious creators, you can find me at underscore. And if you would like to work with me on a one-to-one or a group capacity to help you find that conscious creation that I know is sitting within you, then you can book a free 15-minute call with me in the link in the show notes. I hope you have a consciously connected day.